day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode two of Shop Talk. Today we're covering this Sunday's episode 310. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer. Jennifer. I'm joined by Carrie. Hi. Sunday night's episode was good. We had all of the content from Chen and Wes. Are we calling them Juicy now? Or like Jaxie? I, I don't know. To Tim and Angela, there was so much. There were quite a few full circle moments in this episode too. Like the Academy flashback, Nolan's bank robbery and Lucy's parents' uh, disapproval. So I think we should uh, cover some of the news first and then dive right in. We don't have much news. Um, We kind of covered episode descriptions last week, but on Sunday, we received an awesome notification. Um, Melissa followed our Twitter account and shared the pod with the cast in their group chat. And quite literally, we have no words. It's been like a full 24 hours and we're still just amazed that it even happened. I mean, I cried, but that that's just me. Cause I, hi, Melissa, love you. At least you weren't out in public when it happened. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean like in all seriousness guys, like we're just like so beyond grateful. We haven't even had this for like a week for crying out loud and like overwhelming amounts of support has been Yes. Fantastic. So thank you. And you can listen to us on Podbean and Spotify, but we're also on Apple Podcasts now. So you can listen to us that way if you're um, an Apple user. But if you see anything floating around on the internet news wise, please send it our way, whether it's promo photos, um, you know, episode descriptions, sneak peeks, we'll probably see it anyway, but the episode or the internet is big. So please send it our way. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's jump into episode 310 titled Man of Honor. Do you want to take uh, Jackson and Lucy? Sure. Um, so if you guys saw the episode, which we're assuming you know most of you guys did, they open with a lovely uh, little montage of uh, Lucy Chen, Jackson West, and John Nolan in their last uh, days of the Academy. So leading up to you know their rookie year when they're actually going to be recruits and they were all so cute and we just we loved how we actually got to see like scenes with this trio because we hadn't um you know we haven't seen just those three being around each other uh in a you know setting quite like that in in a while at least in this season um so it was really cute um you know Jackson and Lucy cutest best friend duo um we loved seeing them together um I just really enjoyed like me personally I just liked the little bits of like competition that they had between uh John and Lucy too (laughs) like who who knew Lucy Chen was such a badass uh boxer so I like that we saw them all as friends like in the beginning you know, it wasn't like they just started at the district and were kind of like grouped up together they were friends in the academy and like you know, work through it yeah. all the way through. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then we, um, you know, find out like why Lucy wanted to become a police officer. Um, you know, when Jackson asked, uh, you know, to give like a, you know, a kind of speech like answer. 
you know, and she said that she wants, you know, like make an impact, make a difference, like truly help people, uh, which is then something obviously as the episode continues, that's a very, uh, you know, strong theme yeah. uh, for her character throughout this episode, which is nice that it kind of com- comes back around in the end. Yeah. So. And then we got a good flashback. Oh, yes. Captain Anderson, we miss you. Um, Mercedes Mason, if you do ever happen to listen to this, I just got to know, like, did you come back for this episode? Like, was it a, a truly, you know, like deleted uh, scene that was previously filmed for season one? I know Melissa uh, posted to Instagram a few years ago now um, that there was a, you know, a season one uh, graduation uh, scene that was deleted uh, that was previously filmed uh, but if you looked at last night's episode if you're kind of like me and pick up on details like that uh, Zoe's hair was much darker than it had been in season one so like I need answers because obviously uh, you know Lucy Jackson and Nolan scenes were filmed during season three because you had uh, Lucy's you know lower ponytail mm-hmm. uh, and Jackson's closer cropped hair so yeah, I mean, it was it was so cool to see. I was so surprised to see a little uh, bit of the captain. So yeah, I was I wasn't expecting that, and I don't know about you, but like in the um, in that scene where she was talking, I was looking at all the officers sitting around her, looking <laughs> for like anyone from the LAPD, like Wilshire District. But yeah, yeah, I, I didn't I was, uh, pick up on anyone. Yeah, I was just so. Um, yeah, like you said, like it was so unexpected. I was just kind of like, oh, my eyes were like going everywhere. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, like what is this? When did you know, like just oh everything. But um, oh miss, we miss her. Um, you know, just we like do. John and Lucy do. Uh, as they mentioned, as they finished watching the, uh, I guess it was a, a graduation like video that had yeah. been put together. Uh, so yeah, and then they go on. Do you want to keep? keep on talking um, yeah so they um like cut back to present day um and they're kind of you know getting ready for shift and they're sitting down at roll call and um you know they're like don't speak to or jackson and lucy had uh said don't speak to us on duty obviously in a jokingly manner um and jackson had said seriously we can't be socializing with a lowly p1 um just their like teasing and harassment kind of I say harassment in quotes but like I just love their friendship I mean it's obvious that they really like bonded in the academy and they really kind of came up as a little group um and it's cool that they didn't get separated I mean obviously it's for the show but I just like that you know they have such a good friendship so um then we see like roll call happen and Jackson and Lucy obviously want the recognition um for them moving up and um you know I think that's just so cute like they they're so eager to be on the police force like by themselves now they don't have a TO watching over them they're like they're they're in it for themselves um and you know they're just they're on their own but they also have each other with them um and jackson had said this line say uh don't ruin it by overthinking and honestly like that's easier said than done because i overthink 
pretty much everything. So yeah. I can relate to Lucy on that. Oh, yeah. um, never, never in my life have I related to a line more of don't yeah. ruin it by overthinking. Like, that <laughs> is me. So yeah, it was good. Good job writers for uh, putting in that relatable little, little line there. So yeah. Um, and then, I mean, they're like little fist bump and, you know, just them saying go with the flow because we're p2s now and like jackson just kept saying that and i just their fist bump their friendship i mean and not only do they live together but now they're like partnered up on the streets together i just need all of their scenes and i need all of their scenes gift someone please <laughs> give all of them for me yeah or if you find any any uh gifts on you know in the twitterverse uh tweet them at jennifer because she will love you yes forever yes um and then you know we see them like finally sit down at roll call and gray calls them like calls out their names and they like stand up and nyla's just in the back smiling like what is going on but i'm also here for this um and he he just comes out with this one line saying what do you want me to do throw you a party like totally you know serious and um i just loved that you know he was like I'm not going to sit here and like coddle you with it. You know, you're here to do a job. So yes, I love yeah. that. Um, so then, you know, we kind of see them like get out into the shop driving together and Jackson's texting like with his family and he, um, he invites Lucy to dinner with his family. Uh, but she says her parents are coming over and you know, they might be coming around to her being a cop. So, um, then as they're driving we're finding out what they can't like we're finding out more about their relationships kind of with their tos um and you know jackson says it's really hot in here and you know lucy says well we can't turn on the ac before noon and then she's like but that was a tim rule so and tim's not here so we can do it they called the shots out and it's so cute to see them like all giddy about that because really for them it's the little things so Mm -hmm. yeah and I just like well just as you were talking about that scene when uh Jackson turns on the like the actual like car radio or stereo you know um and the music comes on I don't know why that made me think of another one of uh Titus's TikToks where he was like singing like well lip syncing uh lyrics and then had melissa try to join in and she like kind of butchered it and it just made me think of that tiktok like i don't know if that's when they i i think it is or but like it is if if y'all don't know what i'm talking about like i said in the last episode uh go watch titus's uh tiktoks they're fantastic so yeah, I feel like anyway. it is the TikTok from this episode because we never see them driving together before this. Yeah, that's true. And I they mean, like it has to be, especially since they uh, like switch off driving in this yeah. episode a couple times. So, which is nice know. to see because with the tos, yeah. it was like mostly the tos driving. Mm-hmm. So it was. I mean, obviously yeah. one of them has to drive. They're not tos, but. Yeah. Um, yeah so it was really cool so then they roll up on their first scene as a p2 as p2s we get another little fist bump um and they're just so excited so just precious little babies that's what they are um and so then um they get there and the detective thinks that they're tos 
or not TOs, rookies, I'm sorry. But all they have to do is watch over a chocolate bar that is evidence. I don't know if you caught Lucy's face in this as she looked <laughs> down at the chocolate bar, but that is me. Like, oh my God. probably 80% of the time. Yeah, she was so not having it, but she was just, I mean, she was so great about it, though, because she was like, um, sir, we're not actually, you know, boots uh, or yeah. P2s and the uh, detective. Just, I mean, could could care less couldn't care less what however that expression goes uh just did not really care just all he wanted them to do was stand there and guard that chocolate bar like everything depended on it because at the time it did (laughs) jackson was so dedicated to saving the evidence i mean like he even had at one point a fan blowing cold air from like an ice pack onto the chocolate and lucy blocking the sun Uh uh-huh and it was he was so serious and dedicated about it and lucy was just like seriously come on this is yeah but so then we find out the suspect the suspect is arrested they're done with the chocolate duty the chocolate was not even evidence in the first place apparently um and the next call is the wedding shop scene so we saw that little you know sneak peek of chenford and uh westlow together Mm -hmm. um and then they're called by John to help find a little girl who's been taken hostage. They had a very busy, like, first two days. As they really did. Oh, P2s. my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, on that last call, they got to kind of use their skills um, that they had learned from, you know, their academy year and being rookies. Um, and one of the things that I really liked about that scene was not only, like, their confidence but also like the specifics that they decided to point out were things that they learned with their TOs themselves yeah um yeah like you know the like you know principles of concealment was a you know a part of the deer method uh that you know Mr. uh Tim Bradford taught uh Lucy how to think like a crook uh and so that was something that she uh you know took along with her to use here to you know find okay are they using you know like the windows are all uh you know blocked off the suspects are messy like the trash was you know spilling out everywhere Mm -hmm. so obviously they knew that they had found uh their house so I just I like I like little scenes like that that uh call back to earlier uh times in the show I think are really cool yeah I feel like um at that point Lucy was like those Tim tests really paid off Mm -hmm. um so then we get a little line from Jackson because Jackson is like very focused on it, right? Like we we see him kind of, he's not, he's usually like comedic. He's kind of like our comedic humor. I mean, all of the, all of the characters are, but Jackson, I feel like we get quite a bit of humor from him. And in that scene, he was very like on point. He wanted to make sure that the job was done right and that that little girl was found. So mm-hmm you know, he just let out the line, damn, we're good. And yes, they are. I just, I love, I love their partnership and I hope that we see more. Yeah. But I also hope that since they are uh, like P2s now, I wonder if we'll see them partnered up with uh, the TO still. Like, you know, I mean, I'm sure that we will. So, yeah. but I just like, I have to know their friendship and their banter is like no other. I mean, you know, we see um, 
we see them kind of roll out or like walk out from where they get all of their equipment and you know they say day two on our own let's roll and then lucy says you're gonna say that every day kind of like teasing him um and he just says seriously like let's roll what you don't like it and um you know she just teases him again so I just I love their partnership their banter I love how they kind of watch out for each other and we see that at the end too Mm -hmm. yeah um and then back to I know we had mentioned the their last uh call on scene uh or on their shift I mean was um you know trying to find this girl um which we'll get into more later with uh you know Nyla and John how that kind of works its way uh in but um they had to you know they found their little house uh that the that the girl was in uh and lucy was so just you know like calming and reassuring uh which was like a nice presence for the girl to see to you know be able to you know feel safe enough to remove herself from the dangerous situation and um not that everyone will care about this but if you did happen to watch this week's uh chicago pd then uh a character on that show uh Haley upton had her own uh experience with a traumatized girl and yep. was uh in in a way that uh the scene that lucy you know was talking so gently to the girl uh paralleled a scene where uh Haley had found or uh, rescued a girl from a case that they had and so it was just very uh there's so many li- little parallels uh between those shows that especially in ever... these two episodes yeah 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 like if we ever did get a crossover um I would just I don't even know what I'd do I mean I'm just saying I have ideas for a crossover <laughs> there's like a few ways that it could play out so yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's quite a few Chicago PD fans that watch The Rookie. I mean, we could make it happen. Yeah, we really could. Um, but yes, point of that being, God bless Canada for giving us Melissa O'Neill and obviously from The Rookie. And then uh, Tracy Spiridakis is from Chicago PD, uh, who plays Haley. So um, bless those two women for portraying uh, such strong uh big-hearted characters this week especially so i need the two of them to be friends like just interact something i need it please Please. begging that's that's all we want really Um, but anyway we digress again slightly um i mean if you're not watching chicago pd like go just go and watch (laughs) this last episode 811 uh signs of violence and you'll be like sold I'm sure yeah it, it really was. yeah I mean but I mean like speaking of though like I mean this week's episode and I feel like next week's episode for the rookie are like gonna be like this week's is very detailed I feel like and then I feel like next week's is gonna be a you know like next level kind of uh you know episode because it's going to tackle you know a real world issue again and like yeah. I'm excited like I just I really do feel like this season three for them is like next level elevated like I feel like it's top. their best season yet I mean we're only 10 episodes in but you know we all know that seasons are being cut short so mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of their best seasons so yeah yeah for sure 
So now back to the rookie, because, you know, we've kind of digressed off to Chicago PD, our other, you know, favorite show. So let's get back to the rookie. Um, yeah. Okay. So back to, um, well, we're still on, we're still on Lucy Chen. Um, her, you know, her, we mentioned earlier, her parents were going to come over for dinner. Um, her dad does not show up, but her mom does. Um, her mom, unfortunately has other motives, uh, you know, as opposed to being like, you know, Jackson's parents and, you know, being all congratulatory, uh, and super excited, uh, she is very uh like uh uncomfortable with the idea of her daughter still wanting to you know pursue this uh cop profession uh she like her mom like you can tell like her mom wants to be uh proud of her um but she just wishes that it was you know in a in a yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah oh and uh lauren tom uh plays lucy's mom um yeah was yeah back for this episode uh fantastic so i mean because they played that dynamic so well like you'd really yeah. if you weren't um you know like familiar with the show or something and you just saw that scene you'd really like you know want to like delve deeper into that mother-daughter mm-hmm. dynamic which I think is just really interesting so yeah that scene was I mean it was powerful I think you know it was just the one line that um you know her mom had said you want to help people become a doctor I had seen something on Twitter um and you know they said this is the difficult stereotype for Asian Americans um you know and it truly is certain ethnicities are stereotyped to be in certain professions and I don't know. I think it's time to break those stereotypes in the glass ceiling. And Lucy is a female cop and Asian American. She's fighting so many barriers and deserves to have a great support system. So, you know, I mean, even though it sucks that her parents aren't supportive, I'm glad that she has that support system in her friends, you know, Jackson and all of them. Yeah. Um, And like Jennifer just touched on, you know, she's a she's you know like a minority but also you know she's a woman in a traditionally male dominated uh field and so like to have that added impact of someone important like her mom saying you know that she should you know become a doctor because that's what you know her parents did in becoming a psychologist uh you know was kind of essentially confirming that fear of like oh crap like is this the right path for me should I have you know, not dropped out of uh, grad school, you know, to, to pursue this. And so it's just a, a sad confirmation and a sad, uh, like, realization that she had, because when Lucy cried, um, I, (laughs) I cried a little bit. And um, my, uh, you know, fangirl uh, heart was thinking still, though, how perfect it would have been to have her call uh you know tim secret softy bradford uh for a pep talk so um rookie writers when when just when 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 is is that that gonna happen you know please um (laughs) yeah then we kind of find out like afterwards lucy's being a little like off towards jackson um and towards the end of the episode we find out he called her mom to see what she was hiding and his her mom kind of you know told her told him what she had said so 
again, what a great best friend Jackson West is. I mean, best yes. friend, roommate, everything. And, um, you know, I mean, or er, like earlier in the episode, he kind of gave her a knowing look of like, I know you're probably not telling me everything, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, because um, they were at work. They didn't want it, you know, like, you know, keep things uh, separate as much as possible, especially, yeah. you know, since they were first, uh, you know, it's their first couple shifts as P2s. They want to be focused, but okay. they still you know like checked in with each other with each other so you know it's like yeah they just do they just do the line between you know like professionalism and friendship yeah like that line is very clear with them Mm -hmm. yeah um so then you know we find out that like jackson's family gave him a necklace which is the saint michael i believe um and so then Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode he gives her a necklace like that too um and you know just kind of says like she always has a place with his family so you know I mean I'm not crying you're crying but also like the there was a tweet about the two men in Lucy's life giving her important jewelry and I'm an emotional wreck was still wearing the ring in that scene yep so just putting that out there I mean you know I just I'm all here for Lucy Chen having supportive men in her life please that's it um so then we move on to angela and tim and this so i said earlier that jackson and lucy are a great best friend duo but like also angela and tim are like yes i just want to know more backstory about how they became closer and like you know i mean did they go through the academy together i don't know I, I would like to know give me all of the backstory I feel like Angela knows so much about Isabel like she would have had to have been uh you know a close mm-hmm. friend or some, just some kind of confidant in that time yeah. period of their life I was here for the Isabel mentions though too speaking yeah. of knowing Tim's uh background I was I was here yeah. for the little wedding uh connections there yeah we did get some Tim backstory and all I'm saying is I need more of it. I am here for backstory on like any character. So, um, but we, so like the first time that we see Tim, he's calling Kojo boo. And um, it just gives me all the feels. I just want to know like how Eric Winter gets his voice that low. And he says boo, because <laughs> honestly, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but Kojo is not moving on their walk. Like he is no. done. And then all Tim has to say is, you're going to stake and Kojo's out of there. Yeah. So, I just, like, you oh. know, I it was so great though. <laughs> you know, it was so great. Cause like we hadn't seen Tim with uh, Kojo since, you know, he uh, took, took him in for Lucy. So mm-hmm. I just need a family uh, photo, family reunion. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't even need to say it. Just needs to happen. Cause they're just adorable. I mean, I don't know I would like to think in my head that Lucy goes over there like once a week maybe even like three times a week just to play with Kojo yeah and and Tim is there does not even care about Tim like hi Tim bye Tim she just come to see the dog um (laughs) does Lucy have a key to Tim's apartment to like let out Kojo when Tim can't we need to know these things guys we we gotta know of course did you see Tim's like house or like the backdrop like that was a nice yeah like dude i'm i am i'm here for it like can we please see more of tim's uh you know 
like can he do like a mtv like welcome to my crib style like <laughs> scene or something like that'd be hilarious i would watch like 30 minutes of that so so great you know and then so just great. put kojo in there yeah and then yeah. We'll, uh you know lucy just makes like an entrance surprise entrance i'm here yeah, for that please no but like um tim calling uh kojo boot uh reminded me of the what was it season two episode 12 of the you know uh him talking to lucy yeah about like how you know she doesn't you know she doesn't have any quit in in her uh and she was like no sir i get that from you like she was you know so it just kind of paralleled the uh uh phrase that he was yelling at uh <laughs> poor poor kojo uh you know failure is not an option Boots yeah don't quit that kind of thing so I just loved that we saw Kojo again like we haven't seen him since that one episode where we saw Tim like walking to him at the end mm-hmm. yeah. Tim is definitely the best dog dad around yeah That's that. and I need to see more of it yeah so sure. again we digress a little bit Bradford. yeah just a little <laughs> but um as he's like talking to Kojo and like his stern voice um we see he gets a text from angela with not very much information not even like the name of the location where she's at it's just the address um and it's a 911 text of like i need you here now so he meets her there but i don't he didn't like put two and two together i don't think no. as he like walked in um and he just like walks in and walks into like the area where she's at and is like it's the baby coming um but we find out she kicks her bridesmaids out when they tell her that she has to camouflage her belly which good on her for doing i mean mm-hmm. also yeah. like you can't tell angela lopez what to do you just no. can't you really so can't. like pregnant or not though like no we are not here for the like body judgments people like good yeah. for her for you know taking a stand and being like nope I'm gonna do this myself because it is my body like pregnant or not good for her but especially since she's pregnant because she's extra hormonal yeah so I mean she could have waited until after she had the baby to get married but you know she Mm -hmm. wants to get married pregnant honestly like I love that so yeah um and then Tim's like you really called me on a 911 on my day off to ask if this dress makes you look fat and he's just so bluntly honest with him with yeah, her because she was just like well does it and he's like yes yeah and it was just i was <laughs> oh my gosh i died laughing it was so great uh, but then he gives angela a nice little pep talk and honestly i just love his pep talks i love everyone's pep talks in the sh- in this show yeah mm-hmm. yeah no one um, ever, it doesn't ever sound like contrived or like no like forced nothing yeah that's great but we find out that tim has a niece and honestly i need to see chenford with a child whether they're (laughs) canon or not i need to see it because after we saw lucy with that little girl and we hear about tim with with a niece Mm -hmm. carrie i need it i know i need it more than just a fanfic i need it like on my screen yeah. yeah well like and how you had said um that his voice like got lower when he was talking to kodo his voice like got a little bit like different like I didn't know if that was like you know Eric Winter just like you know because he's a dad in real life you yeah know, talking about kids like if that just kind of you know like played itself into it but it was so cute I just like oh like Tim Bradford can Tim Bradford please become a dad bird that'd be great thank you 
Thank you for listening. I like that. A dad bird. I like that. Was that. A, that's a Tumblr thing. Uh, Miss Melissa O'Neill, if you're ever on Tumblr, you will see that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so then we out find there. out that Tim is like prepared to stay there until she tries on every single dress, which best friend goals, but he's also like checking the time on his phone. So I'm like, yeah. Well, typical guy <laughs> there. When, when he's with, when guys are with girls shopping, like, you know, you're not going to have like their full attention all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. But, we see his reaction to her in a wedding dress and the one that she likes best and it was perfect people are already saying like you know they're just theorizing that's what it's going to be like when he sees lucy and i'm like i don't know about that not yet can't theorize out that far i don't like to get my hopes up he could be speechless it's probably a possibility i don't know if he's not then what are we even doing (laughs) this is true you know i mean come on (laughs) Um, but also like, I need this wedding to happen like soon. Mm -hmm. And I want to know when it is happening so that I can mentally and emotionally prepare myself. Yeah. Well, when I was watching, I was telling you that I was watching that Instagram live that they did a few weeks ago uh, with Titus and, uh, Alyssa and Sean were on there. And I just remember him, uh, saying, you know, Sean Ashmore who plays Wesley, y'all didn't catch who I was talking about um and he had said that like people were going to be you know a little bit surprised as to who you know was helping Angela with the wedding and like lo and behold it is you know Tim Bradford coming to the rescue like I just think that's great like yeah it really shows their friendship Mm -hmm. yeah um so then like his reaction to her in the dress is um you know I think he's a little shocked at first because he just says whoa and then you know i mean it's very short whoa yeah you think so oh yeah and honestly like if i haven't said that i love tim bradford and angela lopez enough like i'm saying it again i love them and i love this friendship yeah um and then so like their you know lovely little friendship moment is uh kind of interrupted as you know (laughs) yeah as it as it only could be on this show um by a I'm gonna call it a brawl it's a brawl over a dress like I don't know I mean there's two you know two women going at it um you know trying to fight over this dress that they both want and uh you know Tim being Tim we're not getting involved unless someone loses a limb you should probably film it for evidence though which he does so he gets out his phone he is going to town and then cue uh you know everyone's new favorite pairing of Jackson and Lucy showing up to tackle this scene yes we adore so it's great and then oh is this where Angela yeah um yeah Jackson asks Angela <laughs> what she's doing there oh my gosh yeah Angela what are you doing here I'll give you three guesses I mean the the absolute sass that yeah oh my gosh it was great I think he was just so focused on, you know, like the job at hand. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was adorable. Yeah. And then we get a cute little Chenford moment. The first one all episode long, which I mean, we weren't even that far into the episode, were we? No. 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 Mm -mm. Um, But we see Lucy like Tim tease about, tease Tim about helping (laughs) Angela. And then they're sprayed with champagne um Jackson and Lucy are and Tim's like I'm watching you not do your job right now 
So, you know, the SAS that these TOs have, I mean, they have to, because like, you know, they're, you know, mentoring these rookies are now P2s, but I'm just, I'm so here for all of the SAS. Yeah. So then Angela and Tim are watching from the back. Um, and Angela just says like, kind of quietly, they grow up so fast, don't they? And I don't know. I just, it was such a cute scene. I mean, yeah. I just love those four together, like in scenes. Mm-hmm. I just want more of it. Um, so then when one of the women wants to run off with the dress, like, I don't know if this was part of Lucy's plan or what, but she puts like her arm out and then Tim sticks his foot out to help her or to like stop her. Yeah. And just the teamwork that Chenford has, even when they're not partnered up together, chest kiss. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it was so great. And then, you know, obviously, of course, as uh, Lucy is arresting said suspect and is covered in like what the dress had feathers on it or something. Somehow she gets covered yeah. in feathers too. Yeah. Uh, along with the uh, champagne and, you know, Tim being Tim is still filming <laughs> this, you know, yeah. for, for evidence, quote unquote. Um, but my favorite thing about that whole entire scene was just the looking good officer chen looking good like but he's not yeah. saying it, you know he's saying it in that very you know if you watch the show then you know his way of uh-huh uh you know giving her like you know compliments but they're not really compliments but they kind you know you know what i mean like they are but they're kind of not like it's just very him the yeah. gift that was um floating around twitter during the scene was the you're doing amazing sweetie yeah and honestly that was like the perfect gift to describe it so um because it's not the first time that they've uh been like that he's been like that on their phones yeah so um i will say that to me it was a little like odd not having angela and tim at the district like the first day i don't know it just it felt weird i was like i feel like they should be there for like Mm -hmm. you know jackson and lucy's first days p2s but yet i feel like that would psych jackson and lucy out so maybe Uh not but yeah well especially because like they had you know they went into the roll call room and then like i got excited at the beginning of the episode because i saw uh you know nyla was there and i was like okay are they gonna you know i know with like covid and the pandemic you can't uh you know they haven't been able to do those kinds of scenes where everyone's mm-hmm. together but like yeah i got a little glimmer of a little glimmer of hope there and then i was then reminded of uh melissa's thing that she said on ig live a few weeks ago of like that was the one scene that she kind of like wanted if she had a perfect world was to have yeah. a roll call scene or like a scene with her all together so i got a little a little too excited but yeah. okay it was Did still we, it was still cool to we see. didn't get a roll call the second day mm-hmm no i didn't think so yeah uh, but there's always next episode you know we have we have a few more yeah yeah so then we see tim and angela at her apartment and they're going over food items um they were testing cakes weren't they yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and honestly like where was my invite because you know <laughs> that's like perfect you just you just want cake though like i just want cake yeah, but I mean, I would love to just like hang out with Tim and Angela. That's true. I probably wouldn't say much, but I would just hang out with them. So, That's but um, she mentions how Patrice doesn't want an ethnic food. Um, and Patrice is. It's Wesley's. It's Wesley's mom. mom and yeah. she's 
a bridezilla pretty much yeah kind of um and tim pretty much just says well screw patrice and she can answer to him again tim bradford best friend goals man of honor goals just everything yeah um which then you know leads angela to have this lovely idea of formally asking tim um to be her man of honor and i just love how she like got up off the couch and like started to bend down despite being pregnant and he just is like sit back down like what are you doing like he's yeah. just, he was so confused and even though he said you know that's not really a thing like being a, you know a man of honor is not a not a <laughs> title uh he you know he does accept uh and then my second favorite line after you know tim saying that lucy looks good covered in feathers and champagne is yeah. uh angela being like first thing you need to do is fire gretchen and gretchen is her current uh maid of honor maid of honor yes thank you i was like gonna (laughs) i was gonna mess that up um oh and tim poor tim the second time and it's the second time in like two episodes that he said the you know what (laughs) like he's so shocked that he has to do something or that someone told him something it was great I don't know why, but I love his confused and like shocked expressions yeah. and like the stuff that comes out when he's, I mean, you know, it's just like one line or it's one word, but it's just the best. Yep. Bravo, Eric. Bravo. I'm complete Tim Bradford trash, clearly. Um, excuse so. me. Me too. Hello. I mean, you know, if Carrie and I aren't screaming over Chenford, we're probably screaming over tim bradford in our dms and text messages so yeah there's that so then we find out like the next day um tim kind of walks up to angela um and you know she was like please don't bail on me and he says i never go back on my word he says it so confidently and like reassures her and then he thinks that angela should be the one to fire gretchen um, and Gretchen's <laughs> already in the building. So yes. when Angela or when Gretchen says, you know, I'm looking for Angela Lopez, Angela's like, peace out, dude. I'm, I'm not, I'm not here. <laughs> um, so then he goes into the reception area and Gretchen thinks that he has a connection with strippers. I'm assuming she's just putting two and two together because he's a cop. I don't know. Um, but she was like, are you interested in making extra, an ex, a little extra cash? And his face here, he was just like straight face. Like, what, <laughs> what are you even saying to me right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, he's like, no, you know, I think, you know, you need to be fired or whatever. And, um, you know, he says like, I'm the new man of honor. And Gretchen's like, not even upset about it. She's like, you can have the job. I'm done. Um. But yeah, she says it's been a nightmare due to Patrice and pulls out a wedding binder. And, you know, I mean, usually like when you're planning a wedding, the bridezilla is usually the bride. But um, in this case, it's the mother-in-law. So, yeah. And we say binder, like we're talking like it is packed full of like photos and things that like only Patrice would approve so like it you know it was like her way or the highway was this binder and this darn phone that like would go off every five seconds with notifications from Patrice to 
Gretchen, but now they're all going to go to Tim because it is now Tim's responsibility. And Tim's face just says it all. Like when he's looking at all this, he's like, this is not what I signed up for. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, you know, he's got a way of working around it. Like he always does, you know, it is Tim Bradford after all. Um, and towards the end, like they walk out Tim and Angela to their cars, um, or the roof, something like that. And then, you know, he said, he showed her the wedding binder in the garage and he Mm -hmm. like sprays lighter fluid on it. And then they put a match on it and light it up. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, he just says like, no one's going to tell you how to plan this wedding. Like it's Mm -hmm. your wedding. Um, and then the, I believe it was the phone like goes off again. And, um, you know, so he, he was like, and we're dumping that in the garbage too. Yeah. Which, okay, for me, like, I wouldn't have done that, I don't think, just knowing like the repercussions. But then they, um, you know, for like a split second after they were like, that lithium battery is going to like blow up. And oh, yeah, they I thought that's where you were going with that. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> but to me, they didn't even step back that much. I was like, Angela, yeah. you are pregnant. Step like, yeah, 10 I did back, too. Please. I was like, <laughs> yeah. But um, I just really liked how it, well, I think it was the rookie uh, Twitter account tweeted um, that it's, you know, like all about doing what makes you happy, mm-hmm. which I think is like so important, especially on, uh, you know, a special day. Yeah. Like your wedding and uh, Miss Angela Lopez deserves everything good and amazing in the world and that includes her wedding day being absolutely perfect just how she wants it so I am here for it and in the beginning of the show we kind of found out like Angela you know has kind of it hasn't been like overshadowed all of her life but she's you know I mean she didn't have a dad there so she was the only girl um you know so she really does deserve like a really memorable and special wedding day Mm -hmm. so Alyssa had said in, I know I keep going back to this Instagram live guys, but like, it was so good. If you guys didn't watch it from a couple weeks ago, you should. There was um, so much content but, that, that that was shared. Like, yeah, well, because Alyssa was like, well, maybe, you know, well, she had the Richard who's, um, you know, Richard Jones, Sergeant Gray could maybe, you know, like walk her down the aisle since, you yeah. know, Angela doesn't have a dad. Like, well, and Tim Bradford can't do it because he's the man of honor. Nope. Um, we should share that uh, Instagram live, like the link on our Twitter, because really it, it deserves we, to be we'll shared. Definitely go do that. It was, yeah, it was great. But anyway, we um, move on then next uh, to uh, John and Nyla. Um, and for them, it, well, they're, they don't actually start off at the, uh, district together um start off with uh john being at home and ben comes back his uh landlord slash you know best friend Mm -hmm. uh from was he in season two oh my goodness no he just was in season one right yeah i don't i don't think we saw him in season two but anyhow so that's where he's from uh originally and he came by with I want to say champagne or wine or some kind of other alcohol uh, to celebrate all three of them he thought were uh, P2s Mm -hmm. now and the awkward moment was you know John having to be like no I still have 30 more days Um, 
but he wasn't the only one with a surprise because uh according to ben john's son henry is getting comfortable in a new job which okay. doesn't really track with uh you know with nolan because as far as he knew henry was a full-time college student so what's he need a full-time job for <laughs> yeah and um, ben helped henry get that job so john's yeah. kind of just taken by surprise like what why am i being blindsided here mm-hmm. yeah um just a little like weird side note i wonder if when um when ben had originally stopped by if it was meant for like all four of them to enjoy that champagne or if it was just for john and ben and then like he saw lucy and jackson there and he was like oh maybe okay let's wrap i don't know i mean i'm just again i'm overthinking and Mm -hmm. you know it probably wasn't even meant like that so um Yeah. yeah so then we can carry on with john and nyla because i like to just digress so yeah um well gosh see i can't even remember where do we first is not oh no nyla's at the district sitting nyla's at roll call yeah yeah okay there was so much that happened in this episode yeah oh goodness um oh well do you want you can talk about her first sassy moment because she is your favorite person so you have at it I mean, in addition to me being trash for Tim Bradford, I am trash for Nyla Harper. So I will just put that out there right now. Um, she is sitting at the table that, you know, all the TOs usually sit at. And Jackson and Lucy are trying to find, you know, somewhere to sit. They say we can't sit in the front because that's the, where the rookies sit. And they saw Tim and Angela's open seats. So they thought, oh, well, we'll just sit here. And Nyla, I want to say, was doing like paperwork or something. And she's like, oh, hell no. Keep moving. Go on. And Lucy was like, you know, that hurt in high school and that hurt now. <laughs> and I just, again, I, I love Nyla and her sass. So, yeah. Um, and then we see John kind of like come in and he's getting, like, Henry calls back right before roll call. Mm-hmm. And we find out quickly that, you know, Henry's dropping out. And right as Gray walks in, like, John John yells, you're dropping out. Um, but Gray kind of reprimands him. And I say that again in air quotes because it wasn't like a reprimand. It was more just like another little dig at him and his age. Um, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, so then uh, Gray was like, you know, Officer Nolan, you better be taking a 911 overflow call from dispatch. Do you want to add another week to your 30 days extension? You're already the oldest rookie here. Do you want to become the longest serving one too? He never forgets to bring up no, that Nolan is the oldest rookie there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, it's funny, but I'm also like, when does the joke like become old? I don't know. <laughs> is that not like the definition of irony? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Also, I want to know like the age difference between Gray and Nolan. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Again, know I just—it's the little things for me. Like, I need yeah. the little details. I'm curious now. Yeah. So if then you guys see... know if it's been said and we just completely missed it, or you know, if you guys figure it out, let us know. Yeah. I don't like, know. Tweet us or something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I have no I don't idea know, though. Um, and so then we find like they you know they go through roll call and Nyla and John are you know just driving patrolling the streets together 
and Nyla says she needs John's help with camping gear and then you know they're kind of going back and forth with their like you know parenting and kind of a life update so um their partnership is something special because they both have kids um or a child um they're a little bit like different in age but you know they can still mm-hmm. relate they're both divorced like mm-hmm. it just their partnership yeah. is so good yeah well and I love the line of I think John asks her like you know like what would you do if uh if Lila, Nyla's, Nyla's yeah. uh daughter if she dropped out of uh second grade and <laughs> she just kind of you know gives him a little side glance as she's driving uh and is like well my baby girl never disappoint me like that like she is just <laughs> so, she's so confident about her uh like her great parenting skills which then implies John's lack of like parenting skills you know which is like part of the joke oh I just yeah it's just funny again I say I just love Nyla Harper I need every one of her sassy moments put into like a video like you know four minutes of Nyla being sassy or something like that and all of them gift all of them just and yeah yeah well and if y'all didn't know also um just speaking of uh you know Makia being great she was also on Chicago Med which is part of the one Chicago uh universe yeah Yeah. and so that's I mean well actually I first saw her on 90210 which was even before that um but that's where a lot of people first uh that know that now watch the rookie that watch one Chicago Mm -hmm. too will know her from as well her character wasn't as sassy um we saw her more as like a Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what you would say polite yeah I was gonna say polite or like uh nerd like, nurturing like charming yeah just very yeah. like uh well in Chicago Med she obviously didn't play a cop I mean that's a medical show right. she was a uh doctor mm-hmm. and had like a whole story arc so yeah, yeah she, she was definitely a lot different than Nyla yeah well, and she also worked with um, Eric Winter on Secrets and Lies, which was another ABC show um, from like way, well, not way back. Gosh, 2016 is not that far away. Um, but yeah, which I didn't know. And if you guys didn't know, now you do that they These previously little connections worked together, which was great. I mean, I remember like when I was uh, binging season one and two, um, I had pointed out that there was quite a few like one Chicago characters uh-huh. that had popped up in the rookie. Yeah. Well, then on the like on the Secrets and Lies show, you had uh, Charlie Bartlett from Chicago Fire. He played mm-hmm. Peter Mills. And then I'm going back to 90210 for 0.5 seconds because Annalyn McCord, who played Naomi Clark from that show, was also on Secrets and Lies. And just oh, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry, guys. I could go on and on <laughs> all day long. Okay. um so then yeah going back to the rookie let's <laughs> shift back <laughs> um so you know they like get a call to a bank robbery and nolan decides to get close to the robber while like nyla kind of stays outside across the street with a sniper and motions for him to like go in move closer mm-hmm. um and so he enters the bank talks the suspect down um And he kind of brings up the bank robbery that he was a witness to before he became a cop. So again, we we have another full circle moment. Yes, because we that was in the pilot, which you know is appropriate that 
it's brought up in this episode that's our second podcast episode yeah since we just talked about the pilot uh in um, our first, so and so nolan had the suspect like almost put his gun down mm-hmm. and the bank security officer shot him um so yeah that was that was just I don't I don't even know how to explain that because I was like he was so close to putting his gun down but also you don't know what he could have done you know Mm -hmm. he still could have kind of worked his way around um the robber is unconscious and not breathing and Nolan checked the gun and it was empty so he was never gonna shoot a gun in the first place but yeah never be too safe I guess so yeah it was it was just interesting because you know I mean he was putting it down I mean it was like right there but Mm -hmm. the security officer just decided not to I guess so yeah so then um Nolan and Harper go to Cooper's house which was the suspect to give his wife Alice the death notification but they notice her cell phone is ringing um or it has an alarm that's going off but she's Mm -hmm. not there the door is slightly open and now this death certification has turned into a welfare check which then turns into an abduction um so the case kind of went from zero to 100 quickly in literally 60 seconds um yeah we find out that the wife and daughter are missing and um you know john kind of spirals with this which right i mean obviously he should Mm -hmm. um he just has a compassion for victims and you know definitely tries to talk people down but um yeah Nyla I think sensed that John was kind of you know running with this so yeah well and then like I feel like they like both you know since we mentioned earlier they both have kids they're both uh obviously they're both parents um like they both kind of shared a look of like you know since it's since it was a mom and daughter that were missing obviously he's you know possibly thinking like oh okay this you know it's not like it's you know Nyla and her daughter but you know like that kind of could have been a you know thing that uh Nyla was thinking about you know like what Mm -hmm. if it was her daughter that went missing and just um I don't know I just I like thinking of little things like that because it yeah like ties in their personal uh world with their work world yeah which is cool so so now that the case has like moved on to an abduction it's now in the hands of the detectives um and we see detective carradine from lucy and jackson's first call yeah Um, homicides on the case guys yeah but um you know nolan can't let it go because it's john (laughs) nolan um but again that's why we love him you know he he definitely takes everything and keeps it like close to his heart so yeah um so that's kind of how well the like how they end their uh shift like their first Mm uh or the first part of the episode is the end of their shift um now and so uh nyla you know tries to remind him to you know let things go and uh let it you know sit sit because they can't do anything about it and then you know she has to come over to you know drop by john's house and get this camping gear uh for this uh class trip class camping trip overnight something like that it was one overnight Mm -hmm. um which is i don't actually know if we mentioned earlier but it's um she's you know kind of a little more nervous about this because uh she she had canceled 
on a date with the dad of one of Lila's classmates, uh, mm-hmm. Alonzo, and he had canceled on her. They just kind of had got like had this cancellation war of um, <laughs> you know going back and forth and canceling on each other these dates. Um, and so she wants to make a good impression on this camping trip, which wouldn't happen if she didn't have any gear with her, you know, or like didn't look like she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Which is why she wants the gear. And I just loved how like Mikia is so tiny and she's lugging all this gear around like in the next scene that we see her in and just drops it all on the ground when she gets like she's so done with it and I loved that. So it was I mean it was a it was a nice scene because they you know they got to um share you know share a beer um she wants actual food though yeah you know and and drinks and whatnot because she's I mean she deserves it so there's there's maybe a you know a future uh date that's gonna happen with uh Nyla and Alonzo down the line so I hope so she was a little nervous about it because it was her first like you know kind of interaction with someone that was a male and not on the job um Mm -hmm. since Donovan but yeah the next day we see John and you know he's on the computer and Nyla comes in and he's cheerfully saying good morning and she's dealing with little to no sleep you know she says beds are made to be slept in and um you know so she's a little on edge with him and just says don't say words to me that is me on Mondays I'm just gonna you know put that out there um also can someone gift that if that hasn't already been gift just you know saying don't say words to me because we need that gift in the world um but she basically wants a quiet shift and obviously when you say that it's probably not gonna happen it's kind of wasn't there an episode that was literally yeah there was an episode that was literally called the q word which was like for quiet you know quiet yeah it was john jinxter then and he (laughs) he went and jinxed it now um You know, because Nyla, Nyla just wanted some darn coffee. She just wanted to just park to, like, on chill. a quiet street. Yeah, and chill. Yeah. But no, because John, in all of his well-intentioned wisdom, um, you know, decided to do a little little bit more digging into uh, where Alice works. Yep. Which is in the Diamond District. And so he wants to go and talk to her boss and see if, you know she made any calls if she showed up if she you know if anything happened and I was not having that nope she's like what did you do and just like her little head tilt and stuff I was like come on I I love it and I love her Mm -hmm. um but she just like walks away from him and he's stoked about the finding about his findings she does not have the energy for him and then we see them you know driving to the diamond district so she I think even though she was like, you know, I just want a quiet shift. She was like, well, shoot, we can't just like let it be. Obviously, yeah. you know, we have to go do our job. So, mm-hmm. but she helps him stall the abductors while Lucy and Jackson like look for the girl. And yeah, they always find a case where they can like come together and work as a group. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, I mean, even if it's not all like six of them, it's at least four of them. Yeah. Um, so everything happens so quickly once they find the girl, you know, mm-hmm. they, they take the abductors down you know yeah. the girl and the mom are reunited mm-hmm. um but I loved him he was like hey Harper you want to have some fun 
please and i bought crystal like her alter ego you know that um titus macon is such a big fan of and we are too honestly i just thought crystal was gonna come and have some fun like i thought she was gonna break out that undercover uh alter ego but no she's still i mean she uh just uh you know like pulled over a different car to kind of uh block yeah the uh van that was sitting outside of the bank with the uh robbers in it um but still i was here for it i like that line of you know hey harper you want to have some fun like yeah i don't know their partnership has just gotten so uh it seems like seamless yeah and it's like a lot more like casual because like if you would have had him suggest something in season two you know episode four let's say when you know we first meet miss nyla Mm -hmm. harper uh she would have been like we're not doing that yeah yeah no but season three uh nyla she is you know she's fine she's warming up to him yeah i think yeah Mm -hmm. um but i do need crystal to come back because she is really interesting to watch please so do you want to walk through um john and nyla walking out of the district of the end oh yeah yeah yeah. um so the well it's kind of like their end scene anyway um Mm -hmm. is he is walking out with her uh from the district and uh it's before her date with uh alondo and she's a little nervous you know like we said earlier there were a lot of uh cancellations um but then also like jennifer said it was her it's you know gonna be her first uh like major outing with someone that's not you know in her job uh since uh her ex-husband donovan and i like nolan's line of it's just dinner with another human if you don't it was either if you don't like it or if you don't enjoy it you don't ever have to see them again and and i don't know just the way that uh nathan fillion delivered that line was just great like i like how he's even though he probably knows that like she could just glare at him for the rest of time if he said something you know like that could have been you know misconstrued as like dumb he still just tries to help and offer support anyway which I just find great so yeah he like naively tries to help because when he said that I was like but she can't just like not talk to him again like their their daughters are in class together or they go to like a school you know so yeah she's not gonna get away from him but yeah yeah, he was like naively trying to help her he tries yeah so good good for him we are we are all here for that um and then let's see i am scrolling oh okay so like for the that's kind of where we leave off with uh nyla is Mm -hmm. with that and then um well i know i have in our lovely little notes that um there was a thing that John and Ben were talking about earlier in the episode of how, you know, Henry is set to make six figures and it's all about who, you know, in the job world. And Oh my goodness. Relatable. Relatable. Any 20 somethings. um, If you are, as we are, (laughs) uh, you know, either trying to find a job or, you know, like chains, but just positions. I can't speak moving up in the world you know whatever it is like that whole thing oh it's relatable for anyone oh my goodness yeah 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 um yeah so I just wanted to point that out because I just I enjoyed that scene even though it was like oh 
like sobering in a way mm-hmm. um and but so for the actual end scene that we see for uh john it's him going to meet with ben to apologize for how he was kind of acting um because he had i think it was ben that had kind of pointed out it was a line that i really liked it was the um you know henry, henry had succeeded or yeah. was succeeding where whereas he you know might have thought he failed yeah um because you know john dropped out of college when his wife, wife got pregnant yeah mm-hmm. and um you know now here's henry mm-hmm. his life you know is kind of paralleling that um not for the same reasons which is what i kind of think makes the difference in john's eyes i think is like the reason why um but anyway so he you know he apologizes to ben they kind of you know they it's just a nice like i don't know friendship moment there because we don't really see uh at least not in a while anyway we haven't seen john interact with like friends or anything so it was just fun to have uh ben back and yeah it was a nice uh, end scene yeah Mm -hmm. um and kind of bring it back full circle too yeah but then um we have sergeant gray and we didn't see him a whole lot like we saw him just at the beginning and the end of the episode but you know Mm -hmm. we already kind of covered his little reprimand slash dig to nolan yeah um, and how he was sassy to chen and west but then um at the end of the episode he gave chen and west a uh kind of a pep talk and you know was like i wasn't sure about you guys being partners on your first day first mm-hmm. two days um but you know i know that the transition from rookie to p2 isn't as always satisfying as officers think it's going to be no parties no cupcakes no 30 year old bottles of scotch what about you officer chen why'd you become a police officer and here again we just we hear her say because i wanted to do something meaningful meaningful with my life sir um and you know he counter counters and says are you and you know she just says absolutely and looks back over to the mother and daughter um yeah because they were reunited that's the whole yeah. uh resolution of that earlier case is there they got the little girl back to her mom they mm-hmm. are all uh you know safe and sound and like that and definitely. it definitely gave her the boost of confidence yeah. she needed especially after the whole thing with her mom um but i hope that at one point she can like tell her mom like this is what i did you know i was able to get a mother and daughter reunited mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know maybe like i don't know if jackson would have mentioned that or not when he talked to her mom on the phone i don't know because we find out that he talked to her mom after gray's pep talk so Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean i would assume that jackson would have been like you know it lucy like did really good you would have been really proud of her today yeah because they are they're both doing like well i mean every every single one of the people on that show is doing good work um Mm -hmm. as you know the police officers but especially in today's world like the younger you know uh generation doing right by uh society is really uplifting to see yeah but that kind of like wraps up the episode um did we have any other notes on it there was a lot to discuss yeah there really was oh my gosh um we didn't have any other notes um obviously I mean that last little point that I had said though kind of 
brought me back around to you know like for next week's episode it's another they're tackling another real world yeah. uh issue of uh you know race and hate and like mm-hmm. how that can kind of spin out into violence which I know is not the like best thing to end this podcast on but I just it's, yeah. I'm very interested in seeing what they do with that um next week's episode it's uh 312 it's uh new blood mm-hmm. is what it's called and that's um their next new episode and that's what we'll more than likely be covering yeah for next i week. like that they're co- yeah. that they're tackling the real world issues mm-hmm. you know yeah. so. other other shows i think we said that last week too but other shows uh could learn a lot yeah. from from what they're doing yeah in all aspects mm-hmm. um but you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um you can find us individually on twitter too i'm jstark 804 and uh i am at carrie hyman on twitter thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week covering 312 bye everyone Bye, guys. Go get them, boo.